Let's just pray together tonight. Father, we thank you that we can find our hope in you. All of our hope is in you, God, tonight. And Lord, we've come into this place, there's so many in this place, hungry and thirsty spiritually. And God, we've found that you are the only source, Lord, to satisfy that hunger. And yet it makes us hungry even more. It makes us thirsty even more. God, your word says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And as we taste and as we see and as we get a fresh revelation of who you are over and over in our lives, God, we desire to know you more. We desire to walk with you, Lord, in in more deeper ways, in more intimacy, in more friendship. And Lord, I want to thank you tonight for what you're doing and what you're calling us to, Lord, in this city and in this time and in this window of time that you've given us. God, I believe that you are moving by your spirit. And Lord, tonight we're just hungry for everything that you have for us. I thank you, Lord, tonight that even now and in your presence, Lord, that bodies are being healed, that lives are being restored, lives are being encouraged, relationships, God, that seem impossible. I thank you, God, that you can bring relationships, Lord, to a place of healing. I thank you, God, for things that have been done to us that seem so hurtful or painful, that, Lord, you're the healer. I thank you, God, that you make all things new in our lives. I thank you, God, that we were once dead in our sin, but, God, you've made us alive in Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, that you said that we could be born again, that we don't have to live, Lord, in fear and in bondage and in slavery any longer but God we can enter into rest we can enter into peace we can enter into relationship the way that you planned from the beginning God tonight I pray that you would infuse us with faith God that you would encourage our hearts and strengthen us on the inside I pray Lord that the eyes of our heart would be opened Lord to get a fresh revelation of your love for each one of us in Jesus name and if that's your desire say amen Amen. How many are enjoying these songs so far tonight? Well, I I promise you I'm not going to take very long tonight because we're going to get back into some more worship just in a minute. So why don't you just sit down where you can just tonight. If you want to sit on the floor or you want to sit on a seat, that's fine. You know, Crossing Rivers is the title of the album tonight, the EP that we're releasing. Uh, James is going to tell you a little bit more about that right at the end. Crossing rivers. Have you ever swam across a river? How many people ever swam across a river before? A fast-flowing river. It can be dangerous. I remember one time I was with my friends. It was like back in the college days, and we used to go out swimming by this river close to where we used to live. And it was at that time of the year, kind of late spring, early summer, and the, and the water was was rushing, there were deep parts of the river, and then there were sandbars that were just beginning to appear, but there were some very strong currents. It was a very wide river, and so what we used to do is we used to go out there for the day, and it was kind of like the only sandy beach we could find, like we're close to where we lived. And so we'd set up towels and picnic and hang out on the beach and play frisbee, but sometimes we would dare each other to swim across certain sections of the river. And this one day, we're like, let's just swim all the way to the other side. And that meant that we had to swim, we had to go sandbar to sandbar to sandbar, and so in between the sandbars was water that was rushing. And uh, how many know rivers, they look so peaceful and beautiful? Remember that old song, Peace Like a River? Well, they can be peaceful, but they can also be kind of scary. And I remember us guys jumping in. There was just a few of us. And, you know, the one guy jumps in first. He's like, all right. And so then you feel like a total loser if you're not going to go with them, right? So even if I was a little bit fearful, I was feeling a bit fearful, but I thought I'm going to do it. And so we jumped in and we started swimming. 
And about halfway through this one section of water, right before we were to reach the sandbar, it was still quite a ways out, um, we all began to feel the current at the same time. And it began to you know, drag us. Basically, it doesn't matter how hard we were swimming. We, we were stationary. Like, you know, when you swim, you're actually supposed to move like forward in a general direction, right, until you get to the other side. But have you ever been in a river where you're swimming so hard and, and you're not moving? It's like the current, you're swimming against the current, and the current is, and it was also, you know, that feeling of it kind of pulling you down, too, so it was hard to stay up. And at first, you know, we felt like we're pretty, we're pretty cool guys. You know, we're all, you know, whatever, young in our 20s and feeling pretty good about ourselves and feeling like we could conquer anything until we're in the middle of the river and started feeling dangerous, started feeling like, man, this is getting scary. And, you know, all of us begin to feel that sense of panic because rivers can be dangerous, especially when they're in flood stage. And that's kind of, you know, it was not, wasn't quite flood, but it was high and it was rushing and it was dangerous waters. And finally, my one friend that was out in front, he was swimming as hard as he could and he grabbed onto a log that was protruding out into the water and it had a branch that went out and he grabbed onto it. And one by one, we kind of swam over to him and then he would reach out his arm and like a human chain, just locking arms, one guy after the next guy after the next guy. And I remember my friend, you know, like just pulling us in kind of one by one out of that river and we all landed on that log and of course, you do what you do when you're 20. You just laugh yourself silly. Like, we thought it was really funny now. Like, we almost died, but now it was funny, right? And we're telling stories about each other. You know, like when you're 20 years old and you almost die, guys, if you're a guy, that's a great day, right? It's like, we almost died today. That's an awesome day. Ladies, you don't understand that maybe, but it's the testosterone factor. But we're like, we're almost dead. But there were some moments that it didn't feel like we were going to be able to cross over. There were some moments in that swim that felt like this could be the end. This could be over. And there might be some people here tonight. And like that river, the circumstances of life, the challenges that you're in, the, the problems that, that you're facing tonight, the disappointment, your own failure, your own shame, your, your own struggles that you're going through. And it's not wise to compare, but we do. And we look at other people's lives and we look and we say like, man, look how they're successful and what's happening for them and it's not happening for me. And, and we can be discouraged and we can be fearful and we, we wonder sometimes if we're going to make it. Am I going to make it in life? Am I going to be able to graduate with the right marks? Am I going to be able to get the right kind of job? Am I going to be able to meet the right kind of people? Am I going to be able to be a success in life? Am I going to be able to fulfill some of these dreams that I have in my heart? Or am I just going to be disappointed? And some of you have been very disappointed. Some of you have been very hurt. Some of you tonight have felt, uh, you know, shoved aside by friends or people that you've admired. Mentors, leaders have let you down. Relationships have fallen apart that you thought were going somewhere and now you find yourself by yourself again looking at yourself in the mirror and you wonder, are the currents of life just going to pull me down and pull me away? You know, the Bible says this, that there is an enemy and his, his name is Satan. His name originally Lucifer. He was a high angel in heaven and he was cast out of heaven for desiring worship. And he began to get jealous. And, and so the, the devil, our enemy, the Bible says that he seeks to kill and to rob and to destroy. 
But Jesus said this. He said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly or life to the fullest. And the enemy will try to keep you in a place of not moving forward. He will try to keep you in a place of discouragement, try to keep you in a place of fear, try to keep you in a place of of feeling like you're going to drown, like you're not going to make it across the river. You're not going to make it to the other side. But I'm here tonight to remind you that you're going to make it by the grace of God, that you're going to make it, not only make it to the other side, but you're going to thrive on the other side. That the promises of God are for you. That every promise, the Bible says, is yes and amen in Christ Jesus. You may feel like you're out in the middle and the current is pulling you down and you might be swimming as hard as you can and you're not making any movement. But I'm telling you tonight, just like my friend reached out his hand and one by one, we were pulled up on that place of safety. Jesus tonight is reaching out right to where you are. He knows where you are. There's no place too stationary. There's no place that's dragging you down too far. There is no failure. There is no sin. There is no place for you tonight that his arm cannot reach out. The Bible says that God's arm is not cut off it is not too short that it cannot reach out and grab you and take you right in the middle of where you are that his love can pull you close to his heart tonight and we're crossing rivers and one of the themes of this this whole theme of this album comes out of a season i think in a lot of people's lives in this community and maybe many people here tonight where we feel like and we know like god is calling us into the promises that he has for us You know, God's people face this as well. In Joshua chapter 3, Moses, his generation, he was gone. Moses was was now dead, and and God raised up a new leader, Joshua. And and they had been wandering around the desert for 40 years. How many people sometimes feel like you just wander around in a desert place? And God says, there's more for you on the other side of that river. But sometimes the river can be a scary thing. How am I going to cross over? And especially when the dangers of the river are there, the realities of life. This is what happened. It says, Then Joshua rose up early in the morning, and he set out from Acacia Grove, and he came to the Jordan. And he and all the children of Israel, they lodged there before they crossed over. Everybody say, crossed over. And so it was after three days that the officers went through the camp, and they commanded the people, saying, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priests and the Levites bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. The Ark of the Covenant represented God's presence. In that time, it was associated with God's presence. And and what he said is, he says, when you see God's presence go before you, look, it says right here, go after it. Go after it. And this crossing rivers theme that we've been feeling in our heart is that God has promises. We're no longer to wander in that place of of disappointment, that place of failure, that desert, that place of lack. But God, like Joshua, has called a generation to say, go, and my presence is going before you. My my presence is going into the depths of that river. It says the river at this time was at flood stage. It was dangerous. My friends, what I believe God is doing tonight is He is saying, My presence is going before you. Even if it feels dangerous, even if it feels fearful, even if it feels like you're not going to make it, God's promise is that my presence is going before you. And he said to Joshua, be strong and courageous. And he reminded his people, he said, I will never leave you or forsake you. I want to encourage you that God's presence is going before you. But Joshua commanded the people, he says, when you see the presence of God up there and you see the presence of God in front of you, don't just sit passively by and go, isn't that nice? But he says what? He says, go after it. 
What does it mean for you to go after God in a new way in your life? What does it mean for you to go after the presence of God like you've never gone after the presence of God before? What does it look like for you to leave your mediocrity aside and say, I'm tired, I'm no longer going to live this mediocre, halfway Christian life. I'm going to go after God with everything. I'm going to swim out. I'm going to swim far. I'm going to swim deep. I'm going to go into the middle of that place where I've been fearful to go before. I'm going to face my disappointments. I'm going to face my failures. I'm going to face those relationships. I'm not going to let anything hold me back from going into the promises of God. And this is what happened. He said, go after it. And there will be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits measured. Do not come near it. In other words, respect the presence of God. And then he says, you will go after it and by which you must go in this direction, for you have not passed this way before. In other words, God wants to take you to a place that you've never been before. God wants to take you deeper. He wants to take you into a relationship that you've never experienced with Him before. How many are hungry and thirsty and desiring to go after God in a way that you've never gone after Him before? Because He wants to take you to a place that you've never experienced before. And it says, as you go after it, He's going to take you to that place. And Joshua said to the people, sanctify yourself for tomorrow. Watch this. The Lord will do wonders among you. How many are ready for God to do some wonders among us? Wonders in a generation. The people would be healed. People would be saved. People would come to Jesus all over our city. And tonight, the challenge is, will you go after it? Will you go after God's presence? What does that look like in your life? What does it mean for you to live your life sold out, 100%, on fire for living for Jesus like you've never lived for Him before? What does it look like for you to go after God? like you've never gone after him before. I would invite you to stand tonight. We're going to stand and let's move into a time of prayer. And then we're going to continue in worship just for a few moments. But tonight, it's time to go after it. It's time to go after God's presence. It's time to cross over. You see, because God's people, they were in the desert for 40 years after they were set free from Egypt. Do you remember that movie, The Prince of Egypt? Remember And they wandered around for 40 years. And at one time, they sent a couple spies into the land. And it was Joshua and Caleb that came back and said, hey, this land is amazing. What God has for us is incredible. But the rest of the people were fearful, and they didn't want to go. And my prayer is tonight that God would raise up a generation of Joshua and Caleb's that would say, I'm going to go after God. I'm not going to hang back here. It says that the people that hung back, they were too afraid to go over, and they all died in the desert. And they missed out. Even Moses himself missed out because of disobedience in his life. He never, he saw the promises, but he never was able to walk in them like Joshua. But God is calling you and me like Joshua to stand up and to rise up and to go after his presence. And here's what I was thinking about tonight in prayer when we met beforehand. It says the presence of God went first and then the people followed. Why did the presence of God or the ark have to go first? Because the presence of God is where the power's at. And why did the people have to stand back and just kind of reverence that presence? Why? Because we're weak. And we're broken. And in our brokenness, there's no way we can cross over to what God has for us on our own. We'll just get swallowed up. We'll drown. But if we can reverence God's presence in our lives, if we can hunger again for His Word, if we can find ourselves 
going after God like we've never gone after Him before. His presence will go before us and we will walk in the promises of God. I want you tonight to break off shame off of your heart and off of your thinking. I want you tonight to get a new mindset. Sometimes the things that hold us back are not the circumstances around us. Most often the things that hold us back are the things that are going on inside of our minds and our mindsets. And the Bible says that we are to be transformed by the renewing of our minds as the Holy Spirit changes our minds. Repentance means to actually change your mind. And tonight God wants to change your thinking. He wants to he wants to heal you of brokenness where you've limited yourself. You've only seen yourself in a certain way and in a certain light. And sometimes it's because people have said things about you or they've spoken words over you. And tonight, in the name of Jesus, I break off every curse that has been spoken over th- this group of people tonight, over every individual in this place. I come against every word of slander, every word of gossip, every word of condemnation, every word that has been spoken. And I pray, Lord God, that these things would break off the mindsets tonight of these young men and women in Calgary. And God, that you would now begin to heal our minds, that you would begin to open our eyes, that we would go after your presence, that we would see that God, in our weakness, it's okay because your strength is made perfect in our weakness. And we can be weak as long as we follow your strength. As long as we go after your presence, we're going to be okay. As long as we go after your presence, God, we're going to be just fine. We're going to walk into everything you have for us. Oh God, in our weakness, your strength is made perfect. And God, in our weakness, God, rise up, we pray in strength. God, I thank you that you reach out. Your arm reaches out to the misfit. Your arm reaches out to the broken. Your arm reaches out to the orphan. Lord God, you're not looking for people that have it all together. You're not looking for the cool people in this city. You're just looking for the hungry people in this city. And God, tonight we hunger for you. We thirst for you. We desire you. We want you, God. And we thank you that you take us in our brokenness and in our fear and in our shame and in our doubt and in all of our and all of our incompleteness and you make us complete in you and we hunger and thirst for you tonight God we decide to cross over into everything you have for us in Jesus name in Jesus name God we're going after you we're going after you tonight thank you Father let's just go into some more worship tonight and and let's just respond tonight I would encourage you tonight if that's your desire to go after God with everything. Just raise your hands to Him tonight. And let's just begin to worship. As we raise our hands, we're just saying, God, I need you. It's the way that I just say, God, I just need you in my life. I'm like a child. I'm saying, God, pick me up. Just like a child would stand and, and, and before a loving adult and just say, hold me, pick me up. And so, God, we reach out to you and we say in our weakness and in our brokenness, we thank you that you've accepted us. We thank you that you love us. We thank you that you don't condemn us. We thank you that for by grace we've been saved through faith. And it's not of ourselves, it's a gift of God. And Lord, we're hungry and we're thirsty for you tonight. And we need you tonight. Lord God, we love you and we worship you. Come on, just begin to cry out to him tonight in your own way. Just begin to cry out tonight from a place of honesty. Cry out, get past that shame. Get past that brokenness. Get past those hindrances. Tonight, God, you take the weak things of the world to confound the wise. Oh, God, you thank, thank you, God, for your heart, for the loss. We're all so lost. We're all so broken. We need you, God. You've made us your sons and your daughters. You've called us to walk in royalty, in confidence, 
You've called us to walk with vision. You've called us to walk with grace. You've called us to walk with success. You've called us into new places. You've, you've brought us out from bondage. You've brought us out from wandering. You're moving us into your promises. You're moving us into our potential. You're moving us to new levels, to new territories, to take new places. You're anointing us and gracing us tonight Lord to walk with greater wisdom to walk with greater certainty to walk with greater leadership I call out leadership in this room tonight I call you out I call you out from mediocrity tonight I call you out from mediocrity tonight and I call you to go after God with everything in your heart soul mind and strength I call you fourth generation to rise up on your feet a mighty army I call you from that place of slumber I call you from that place of sleeping I call you you out I call you up and I call you into the promises and the purposes of God come on let's worship him tonight